0: so we are so lucky to be live on the uh convention floor of the national religious broadcasters convention 2021 and and i have with me angela alexander and she is obviously clearly a broadcaster and an author and a um she does films and children's books (laughs) and all sorts of stuff just very fruitful angela so Tell us a little bit about your story out, you know, how did all this happen?
1: Well, this happened I was in Japan on military duty. Really? Yes, Air Force reserve. And I was working with a group of people and Lieutenant Vetchy came up to me and says, "Alexander, I need to speak with you." Now, this was April Fools' weekend, so I just thought, you know, it was going to be another joke. So we start walking and talking about nothing and we end up at the door of the small office and inside was a man who was introduced as a priest. And the priest began nervously shaking, holding this paperwork from the Red Cross. And he says, Angela, your family has been in a car accident. And from the looks on their faces, I knew this was no April Fool's joke. The day before, my husband and four children was driving down the highway in California, and a car cut them off. Our truck hit the center divider, and upon impact, they were all knocked unconscious. And then I car went backwards across that highway and fell 25 feet below and landed upside down on top of two other parked vehicles with people inside those cars. Praise God our car found their engine and not the roof. So the people inside those vehicles were extremely shaken up, but they were okay. However, my two eight-year-old sons passed away instantly. They were twins? They weren't twins. Out of the four children, two are biological and two are foster. And Maurice was my biological son and Roger was my foster son, but they were both eight years old at the time. And since then, I have retired from the Air Force and wrote my autobiography titled Miracles in Action, Turning Pain into Power and Greed into Peace. And it's titled that because although they passed away instantly, God allowed both of them to write and leave behind these incredible goodbye letters. Maurice did not know about Roger's letter. Roger definitely did not know about Maurice's. They individually listened to the Holy Spirit and obeyed.
0: Oh, my goodness. Before we get to those letters, I'm sure the listeners are like me, wondering what happened to your husband. It was in the car, right? Yes. And your other child.
1: My husband and my two girls survived. They walked away. And, and and when the when the fire department told me, the, the Angela, we took hundred and twenty seven pictures all around that truck. There was nowhere for anyone to survive. The steering wheel was pinned down to my husband's lap. Nobody was thrown from the truck. It was miraculous that they survived, but God did that. They walked away.
0: Wow, okay. So Okay. Then there were the letters.
1: I said the only two people. And, who went and how home,
0: did you find the letters?
1: The only two people who wrote home. The only two people went home to our heavenly fathers. The only two people who wrote goodbye letters. The letters. Oh my goodness. The I was. The next day I was on that ten-hour-plus plane ride from from Japan to Los Angeles, and in the midst of my storm, I was I was just thinking. And about an hour into that flight, I sat straight up in my seat as I remembered this letter Maurice had written about a month before the car crash. He was eight years old in the third grade. He had a math test at school, finished early, and received his A. Now, he had to be quiet while his classmates completed their test. And in that quiet time, he wrote this letter to me, my husband. Now, Paul, he had never written us a letter before, so this is not one of many or any. And he ran in the house from school that afternoon. He shouted, Mommy, Mommy, mommy Daddy, I wrote your letter. I wrote your letter. He was so excited. And I said, Little boy, what do you mean you wrote us a letter? Or where are you going? And he says, Nowhere, I just love you. And the three of us at the foot of our bed, we read his letter aloud. And he wrote three pages, not only expressing that he loved us, but explaining why he loved us. And at the end of all three pages, he wrote the words, Bye bye, B Y dash B Y. And that's the bye and bye we'll see each other again.
0: Oh, my goodness. And oh, I wish your listeners could be sitting where I'm sitting right now because she has these letters laminated and they're sitting right in front of me, and you clearly see. The young man's handwriting was good.
1: Yes, yes. yes. And very,
0: and look, wow.
1: And and th- and on that plane ride coming home from Japan, this is the sentence that really, you know, got me through because you know because I could have felt guilty about not being there. And he and I remember he wrote. He says, "If I got to choose a mom, I would choose you." Now. The Holy Spirit knows everybody from the beginning to the end of time. And he knows all of my faults. And with all of that, he still would have chosen me to be Marisa's mother. And that let me know that all is in God's divine order.
0: Wow, that's that's painful. So there was another letter?
1: Yes. So the Thursday before the double memorial service, I was praying in my kitchen and crying and praying, Dear God, thank you so much for Marisa's letter. It is truly the reason I can stand here right now. But I need to know that Roger was also at peace. I really do. And God laid one word in my heart and He said to search. I said, Search. And my house was filled with so many people. So I went up to my son's bedroom. I started going through the clothes in the closet, the books on the shelves. I searched my house over three hours, didn't find anything that I prayed, trusted, and believed for. But as only as God can create it, as only as God can orchestrate it, that night was open house in my children's elementary school. We went to Angela's class, Angelina's class. Maurice's class, somehow, when I walked in his classroom, this hush just came across the room. Because the parents didn't know what to say to me, and I did not know what to say to them. But the children just circled around me because they wanted to tell me how much they loved and already missed their friend Maurice. And then we made it to Roger's second grade class. And I spoke to his teacher, Mrs. Blassie, and I asked, like all the other parents did, what did my son do for open house? So two weeks before the car crash, Mrs. Blassie had gave all her second graders all kind of arts and craft supplies and said, Do something for open house. Your parents are coming with no other instructions. Well, God designed this opportunity to Roger. All their projects are stapled to the wall. Roger cut out of the shape of a house with closed doors. I took it down. I opened it up, and it says, I have a big backyard and a big house. And I said, wait a minute, wait a minute. Stop right there because we actually have the smallest backyard on the block. And then I had to remember when he wrote this, he was in transition mode. He was referring to his heavenly home, where he does have a big backyard, and he does have a big house. And on the right-hand side of that home description, he cut out a tombstone. And on this tombstone, he wrote three powerful words. He wrote, dead men joy.
0: He sure did.
1: Now, this is an eight-year-old little boy using the word men. But men is a noun for all of us. But God also wants to have a personal relationship with you. So he had Roger draw a picture of himself beneath those words on a tombstone two weeks before he passed. On the opposite side. It's clearly a
0: tombstone because it says dead men. Oh, yes. And and so that's Roger?
1: That's Roger. (laughs) And on the opposite side of the home description, he cut out a second tombstone. And this one says dead men jams and drew a picture of his brother Maurice beneath those words. Dead men joy, dead men jams. I almost fell to my knees in that second-grade classroom. What is the jams? Because Maurice is always dancing, jamming around the house. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, I, I said, my sons are joyfully jamming with Jesus. Amen?
0: Wow. Isn't
1: that, Isn't that amazing? I still get chill bumps when I read these letters of how good God is to me. Because remember, I just prayed hours early that day. God, I need to know that Roger's is at peace. And this is what God gave me that very evening. And so when I was writing the well, memorial program. Hey,
0: so, what I'm going to do, <laughs> listeners, because this just doesn't have the same power without. Would you mind opening that up again so I can take a picture? And we're going to post this at our website. Like, oh my goodness. You have to see this to actually even believe what it is that you're seeing. Like oh my gosh! Isn't that and then amazing? One of those pages of the other letters that say bye bye on the bottom. Like oh my goodness, God, how merciful are you? Um, just like I am.
1: I'm hey, I'm still in awe. And while I was writing the memorial program, God said, Angela, their letters are written to soothe your soul, but more importantly, to share. And that's when the arguments began. I was like, oh. <laughs> like what well, I'm not going to do because it was so hard to even to say their names just grieving was just so hard and, I God imagine. Said, and God said I want you to show this testimony I said what do you mean a testimony but I knew what he was talking to because I was so grateful for that was. I knew what the testimony but I was like how am I to show such an amazing testimony and for oh, six months I walked in disobedience and I wish I was obedient right away but I just right I, I, I couldn't eat, I couldn't sleep, I couldn't think straight. And finally I woke up and I said, God, I surrender all. Use me as you choose to.
0: So <laughs> we have the book, Miracles yes, in Action, Miracles Turning in Pain action. and Grief into Action. Just a beautiful, wonderful book. And then there's the video, which obviously then you get to see it. But then there's this child's, the children's yes. book. is. I find that, and I take it.
1: So what I, what I really love about this children's book is um it's in this book right here right here. Oh. This is Maurice's letter in the book.
0: Yeah, how cool is that? Isn't
1: that cool? And right here, they can see this And this is just oh.
0: beautifully illustrated oh, like my Oh my goodness. And to just- see
1: this is, um, this is my favorite. I know they can't see it, but that's my. That's the last day I saw on um, for my children with my uniform on, headed to Japan that morning.
0: Oh my goodness! It it tears me up just to look at it. And then
1: this right here, this is Roger's letter in the book, right there. So I'm just, and I put an envelope in the back here for a child or a mother to write a a keepsake oh my to put goodness. a letter in there for their loved one. So I I am just in awe. And God gave me a vision of a movie. So and I truly believe and I'm just praying, trusting, and believing this is the reason I came here to NRV for that divine connection because there's so much more to this testimony that I can't even share with you right now. But this is just this point where God said, okay, now it's time to write about your whole story. And my husband said, did you have to put all of our business in your book? (laughs) Yes, I did. Yes, I did. You know, because, you know, what we went through on Monday, somebody else was going through on Tuesday, and it, the whole thing is now is to help other people turn their pain into power and their grief into peace.
0: Oh, my goodness. Again, Angela Alexander, and, um, and so she's here at the NRB to share what God's given her a passion for. So um, I happen to know a lot of people that make movies. woo um, So tell me about that vision.
1: From the very beginning. You know, he took God he tried not to tell me too much because it was scaring me. Because even when they're writing the book, I was like, Who am I to up such an amazing testimony? And God said, You're my daughter. And, and he gave me this vision of me just speaking to thousands, you know, just sharing how good God is on your darkest days. So you know, we say God is good all the time, and all the time God is good, but well, I truly believe that statement, even on my darkest day. And we have to search for our miracles. When we say miracles are always in action, you know, that's just not when the light bill got paid, you know, at the 11th hour. What happened when the light bills got, you know, light got turned off? Are you still praising God? You know, we see all those movies where, you know, the child survived at the last minute. But what happens when that child goes home? Are you still praising God? And that's what God told me to step in and show people, to be an example of praising God, even if your child does come home to me. And I tell you, I'm that person. And I'm here to praise God in the midst of my storm. And this movie was to bless millions of people, all corners of the world, just to let people know that God will never leave you or forsake you. And he never has. <laughs> Where's that tissue? <laughs>
0: Yeah, I didn't know I was. Gonna, I didn't know I should have. I didn't know. I, I mean, if you be crying the, up in the, the, here, yeah, Oh, of course. Well, you got me crying, so it's just going to happen. But you know, it, 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 it's such an amazing thing that God um, is there for us in in moments such as this, and 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 so I think how beautiful it is that He's entrusted you with this. Where where do you live in? I
1: live in Southern California.
0: Oh. <laughs> Really do? Yes you? I do. Yes I do. So, you know, there's a lot of people that make movies and so I know, and I Did wish I could live? meet them. <laughs> you can, you will. Yes. I today probably. Amen. I I happen that because I just I interviewed, you know, all sorts of people I pray and for I God's I know she divine to connections so, and
1: appointments.
0: Yeah. Well, that's beautiful. Well, again, we will have Angela on our live show soon and when I do I have the pictures and all this. You can see that God has a powerful message that, that that he has for all of us I guess to know that no matter whatever happens he he, he is going to be there he's gonna have something for your heart to let right. you know
1: what was meant for evil
0: God meant was, for good
1: he meant for good
0: that's beautiful yes. and so God bless you I mean, thank man, you he, if he really has
1: for me to stay here in my right mind he really has thank you